tonight of the 13th, Der Santa Claus came to visit boys and girls hidden among the hills of Vratasville. They had no idea what was going to happen to them or what lies ahead in the night of Santa Der Claus. You always fall back into some weird German. Doesn't it? It sounds Germany to me. Is Germany a word? Germany, Germany. But, I mean, Germany German. is a word. <laughs> I meant German E. Germanish. It has that like. Sounds I'd German. Love to yeah. Make a film that just shows people eating pudding and. Well, I'll tell my good cousin Tim who made it for us that he made a, uh, you know, Duhast type of song. Or I like it. Yeah. You know what else I like, Andy? Slash you. Welcome to Slash Welcome you. Welcome to Slash you. Uh, I am uh, the good elf Nick, and across from me is uh, Santa Claus's bad, right hand man, bad Santa Andy <laughs> Krampus. You're motherfucking Krampus. Oh yeah, yeah. Andy, well, Sir Andy, uh, we're celebrating uh, Slash Yuletide. Yeah, baby. All over your face. We're excited. We've done some good ones, haven't we? Silent Night was pretty rad. Uh oh yeah. A it was just years it's ago. what you wanted. Yeah, that was um, that was the OG. Right? No, no it was I, like meant, our first... I meant Silent Night 2012. Oh, last oh, week. oh from last week. Yeah, I thought I'm you meant the Silent Night Deadly Night. No, sorry. No, I'm oh, cloudy, shit. man. I'm on a bunch of cold medication. Well, I but will the... say this. We we have decided to do the fourth one, which is next week. Silent Night Deadly Night 4. four. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> well, uh, this, I mean, before we get into this one, yeah. uh, the holiday cheer uh, among us, I did dive into uh, Good Burger 2, Andy. You did. I watched it. That's awesome. Stoned as fuck. <laughs> And I was looking at myself going, why in the hell? It was almost harder to watch Stoned. Is that weird? Like you couldn't follow it? I just couldn't follow it. Like I started just looking at my ceiling going and started seeing like, you know, swirls of ketchup and, you know. Is it any good? No. Is is it better or worse than the first one? Well, the first one's way better. Okay. But you remember that uh, My Name is Mud. It's a video uh, that Primus had, and they're wearing these weird costumes that their faces are all contorted. That's what Ed looks like. Ed, oh. I'm going to try to see if I can do like a side-by-side, because it looked weird. Oh. And then Ed has a family, and they all dress like him. Dude's got like 12 kids. Ed's <laughs> been banging since the last Good Burger. Nice job, And his Ed. wife is beautiful, but she wears a little hat yeah. and the striped shirt. But all the kids, even the girls, have Ed's haircut. And in this one, his, right, his right-hand man is his oldest son. Okay. And he's just as fucking dumb. Oh. Um, so that was my Cliff Kill notes for For Good Burger 2. Good Burger 2. All right. Kill Kill was a dick. He was like an entrepreneur. He was stealing everybody's money. Kel? Yeah. Oh, wow. So then he came back to Good Burger because he lost everything. Oh, man. But then these bad guys wanted to get, you know, the the Megacorp sauce recipe. Yeah. No, they wanted to own all the Good Burgers. Just that one. They were going to franchise them. So Megacorp... That's what they're called. Was owned by a lady whose brother was the dude from Mondo Burger, who was like, you know, the guy, like the oh. Chad. That, I forget his name. Yeah, I don't care. She's like, you stuck my brother in jail. So it's a revenge story. Yeah. And oh, so wow. uh, it's they have to plot to take it down. So, Well, great. But um, This has been Good Burger You, everybody. <laughs> Another week. Do you think they could? I know we've talked about this before, but what if there was a podcast just dedicated to Good Burger? They wouldn't have very many episodes. They could do. They could talk about prequels. They could talk two about episodes now. They could do fan fiction. <laughs> anyway, uh, as we get into uh, this slash Yuletide, Andy and I had the pleasure of diving into a, a cinematic uh, Christmas classic. Yeah. That we are excited about. Uh, we are going to spoil everything. Uh, yes. We are not. 
We're, we're kind of cinephiles. We're like do- we're like the cinephiles you'd find like at a Dollar General. We we'd write the book that would on movies that would be fe- featured like at like like a fucking Dollar General or Walmart. We don't have any degrees in cinephilia. I will also say that film. you can find us on slash you underscore podcast on Instagram, yes. slash you podcast.com on yes. the World Wide Web. And if you want to email us, slash you podcast at gmail.com. Andy. All of those things are true. 71 minutes that gave me an STD. Yeah, right. Made in 2009, we have. Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. Say it again just so our students can understand this. Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. I can't believe they made this. Like money was spent on this movie. It's it was produced by. Really, it was uh, a lot of money. It was produced by both the Church of Joel Austin and Gloria Steinem. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I don't get. Okay. I know that's not true, but here's what I understand. This is true. This is directed by two people. <laughs> a 72-minute move. Jonathan Gorman and Thomas Edward Seymour directed this movie. Why not, do you need two directors for this piece of shit? And not only that, this is a third in the trilogy. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll mention that in the Cliff Kill, but oh. this is... I just didn't like it. I don't know. Maybe this- I was spoiled by Last Christmas. We did some good ones last year. Oh, was it like Secret Santa? Yes. And then Silent Night Deadly Night 3 wasn't even that bad. It wasn't that bad. I oh. mean, I got through it, but this I this one is very similar to the original Good Burger, because it's like two, uh, you know, uh, sanctions of, of of groups of people. Oh, the the rivalry so, part. Yeah, the rivalry yeah, part. So it. it's like you know, Good Burger versus Mondo Burger. Yep. Well, it's like you know, the Bong Shop, I guess, versus yep. the Deli. Yep. And there's that you know, um, inner juxtaposition of 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 a dialogue that's never set through the uh, yeah. through the festive days of Christmas. True, and we have just you know. Women with big boobs. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> full of boobs. I mean, it is It is seriously... This movie is like a goth kid wanted to make a movie and his uncle happened to be Harvey Weinstein. There you go. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. But think about it, Andy. Like, I, I really think that... I mean, I guess a buck's a buck, but, you know, I tried to hit some of the girls up. I found them on Instagram and say, hey, we're reviewing your movie, but I didn't hear anything back. Oh, really? I, one Shocker. Of the gr- Sharon, the girl who plays Sharon is like trying to become an acclaimed singer. Oh. I don't think she'd want this coming back. No, I don't think so. But I mean, everything's Googleable. 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 So, um, this is this was. I'm really, okay, I'm really excited about this. Uh, we have thoughts. Yes, and I'm really excited about this season's um, Tis the Season's Cliff Gill notes. Because I, I, I just, I mean, it's going to be like. I like try to make this podcast not as long as the movie. Or long, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, but also we like to talk. How was your day We today? do. That's true. My day was all right. I've been coughing and sniffling ever since I got back from Boston. I was on a short trip to Boston. Yeah, you went to yeah. Salem. We posted a picture. We were, um, the uh, last week's episode, Silent Night Deadly, or Silent Night, sorry, 2012, came out on the day I was flying back into town. Did you get to listen to it? I did. I listened to it on the plane. Oh, that's yeah. cool. You should have like said, "Hey, like ask the uh, the flight person to yeah. say like, hey, put could you this make on the PA, yeah. please." <laughs> yeah, this is my podcast. Can you play this for everyone on the plane? <laughs> I'm sure. Right after the seatbelt announcement, <laughs> shit. I'm sure the lady over there, yeah. wearing the sweater that says, "I love my grandchildren," will want to hear yeah. this. And that guy over there with the cross around his neck, he's gonna <laughs> love listening to you. No, right. it was uh, it was uh, a good trip to Boston. I had a great time. I'm so sorry I didn't bring so that up. So much fun. We went and we did a, a North End uh, food tour, and uh, the tour guide's name was Bobby Agrippino. 
He was an Italian. <laughs> Bobby Agrippino doesn't wait in any lines. He had a great time. He showed us some great food in and around the north end of Boston. And he was like, come and try. Did you have any of the pizza? No, he had a huge, thick Boston accent. Well, that's the selling point because all you motherfuckers are tourists. It was great. So, I mean, but they, the food was like, amazing. I'm sure, like, if you were like, okay, Bobby, we're done. He's like, oh, thank God I'm done with this tour now. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and back, back to my loft. He gets rid of his accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's just. Bobby doing... Agrippino. Um, Shout out to North End Boston Food Tours. All right. Well, that's great. Maybe they could sponsor our uh, podcast nah, over here. They won't. Hey, so <laughs> let's get into uh, the Cliff Kill Notes. I Please. think they should be Cliff. So, so. Oh. Jingle your bells because it's bells. time for 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 Andy's Cliff Kill 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 No Toads 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 brought to you by Washcloth. If you want to clean yourself or clean up whatever is covered in semen, why don't you grab a washcloth? Hey. And now 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 Andy's Fa La 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 Cliff Kill No Toads Toads Toads. Thank you, washcloths. Gotta wipe up that semen. All right, so like we said, I guess this is the third movie in the Bikini Bloodbath series. Um, For the bulk of the series, hot girl Jenny and her friends have been stalked by, uh, have been stalked, and some of them have been murdered by a killer chef from a French restaurant, I guess. Uh, In this movie, we didn't watch the first two, uh, but in this movie. (laughs) We did not. That's a good point. Bikini Bloodbath and Bikini Bloodbath Car Wash, and now we have Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. And so in this movie, it's just the same thing, but it's Christmas time. The bikini girls that haven't been killed in the first two movies work at a bong shop. They sell bongs and other smoking accessories. And a lot of other things. A smoke shop. Uh, Right across this uh, little courtyard from uh, a deli called Underground Deli, run by some uh, quote-unquote Christians. There's a rivalry between the two, the bong shop and the deli, and basically the French chef who everyone thought was dead seems to be back, dressed as Santa, and is out for more blood. That, that is, was well. That, is it. that was great. Well crafted. Yes, and I'm going to tell you right now. This one, um, I, I loved it. I was. You did. Yes, I was <sighs> a big fan. I think there was a lot of uh, miscues from, uh, let's say, any kind of uh, cinematic representation. Anybody that calls themselves, you know, true uh, cinephilias, I believe that they missed out the point. That really, what it comes down to is that. Take, for instance, what's happening across this world right now where people aren't getting along. Yeah, this movie can I actually, hadn't noticed. This people can show that there is a way we could work down a path towards a better under, uh, agreement. I this suppose. movie, this movie, hashtag ceasefire, it could work. Ooh, yeah. I think this movie could actually work. I um, watched it before you, and I remember telling you, like, I hated it. It's dumb. But um, I didn't want to steer your opinion. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't. Well, no, no, no. I, I like how we have it back and forth. But I will say this. Uh, the, the, let's just get into the opening. I love the opening for real. The credits. Yeah. It was just like a chef. But you just see the hands, you know. Cutting up raw meat. Coming up raw meat. And yeah. then when he packaged it, you would see that he would slap the tape on there. Yeah. And it would be the names of the actors, the yeah. producers. That, was, that was creative. You're right. Yeah. Wrapping up the meat in butcher paper. And yeah, he'd it's slap a, great a sticker start, on there. And it with just goes the uphill name. from there. It just goes uphill. In the, um, I don't know. At the at the end of that little sequence, there's like a, a brief uh, a group of girls running away from a, a chef with a giant axe or something. And then um, Jenny and Sharon wake up from a dream. They were dreaming all that. They sit up, and Jenny had a nightmare about the chef chasing them all. And then uh, who will meet Mrs. Johnson, who is a, a big man, like a William Sasso, like Will Sasso guy, like dressed as a woman, an yeah. English woman. Yeah. He's having a dream as well. She, I don't 
they are having a dream as well. Are they dreaming of a horse cock? No, I thought it was just, I just saw a horse drawn buggy, I like just, a horse just eating food. Yeah. She, and then wakes up. Oh my. Yeah. You know. And then the, then the leader of the deli who goes by the name Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Uh, he's <laughs> dreaming about giving, uh, or blow, uh, Jesus giving him a blowjob. He's dreaming. Yeah. The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with his crown of thorns on. Yes. Blowing this guy in his dream. And he wakes up and he just does the cross. Oh my, you know. I mean, I know it's Weird. like, I'm not trying to be sacked because I'm not really religious at all, actually. But I mean, it does, get, it is a little. They get fucking pushing. crazy in here. Like, they have some yeah. dialogue that really make me uncomfortable, especially once we get to the fake hospital. But this is. Um, yeah. Again, we're, we're setting up the uh, like the Good Burger Mondo Burger thing where it's yeah. the, the deli and the bong shop and Andy. It's like a caffeinated Spencer's gift. I mean, it's called the Snot Locker. Yeah, and it's got like bongs, of course, and it's got videos. Yep. And, like it's like a blockbuster bong shop. Right. So um, it's it's the season for pleasing. Oh, the music. <laughs> yeah, you uh, sent me a link to that, didn't you? Yeah, maybe we can get in that later because it's just one band called White Liger. White Liger. And uh, it it's a is, lion and a tiger. It's seriously like bred for its skills steel, and magic. <laughs> it's like a fucking Dollar General Steel Panther band. You know, Steel Panther, the fucking rad band. Yeah, I do know. It's really they're just fucking horrible, and they just kind of play the 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 song. They have a song about cocaine they in here, like soundtrack. let it snow, dude, let it snow, yeah. cocaine all over your titties. <laughs> um, anyway, the girls get ready to work at the bong shop, Andy. I just yep. kind of wrote. Uh, the you know they're they're getting in, in boobs and you know we meet they're getting uh, changed for the day yeah, yeah so we see some boobs we see some boobs and then the girls at the deli are a little bit crustier yeah they're kind of more like eh, you know like they're not so, as attractive yeah and not as happy I right. should say and they're showing up it's called the underground deli there you go underground meaning like the subway yes the 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 uh, down and out there London I should say yes. the English subway system and uh, Jenny. And William Defoe, Jenny of the Bong Shop, uh-huh. and William Defoe of the Deli are kind of like the respected leaders of this gr- of the two girl gangs. Right. Because don't you think they're two girl gangs? They are. Yeah, I agree. William Defoe and Jenny. Do you notice in the opening credits we have directed by? Yeah. Who, who, who fucking, the fuck cares? Yeah, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really original. Super I really original. like this when we get back to the uh, opening. You know, the credits are rolling. We meet Dungaree. She's Dungaree. A, she's yeah. a wrestler with with big boobies. Oh, that was her. Okay. Dungaree. Yeah. One of our first kills, but also yeah. probably bu- most bubes. In Talk the- about Mondo. hey <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Talk about... This cold doesn't Talk- stop my voice, does it? <laughs> Talk about Mondo Talk Burgers. Talk about Mondo Burgers. Oh, that was good. Um, but Mrs. Johnson lines them all up. Yes, there you go. Talks um, to his girls. Again, like- Mrs. Johnson is, is very clearly a man dressed as a woman in this movie. Uh, we don't know the backstory there. Is it really a, you know, a man identifying as a woman or you know, we don't know i don't know if it's a gag if yeah it's they, just a, and they try to have an english accent yeah 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 so like, mrs johnson's like okay girls line up here. like uh, mrs doubtfire like uh yeah, yeah. there you go um that's probably what the fucking inspiration came from probably dude. yeah robin williams doing mrs doubtfire that's good man lines, it, lines them all up tell them that they got to be on point because christmas is responsible for 18 percent of their revenue uh, really mature, immature writing. Seriously, like a 13-year-old, like, let's get this Tijuana donkey show on the road. Right. Yeah. The running joke for this whole movie is that Sharon is fat. 
Yes. But she's not. Not at all. Sharon's actually very attractive. Mrs. Johnson calls her fat. You know, Jenny, her her hot friend, calls her fat. Like, that's the running joke is just, Sharon, you're fat. And also, um, Mrs. Johnson accuses uh, Sapphire, another one of the girls, of having a huge bush. Yeah. Trim that bush. It's seriously just kind of like riding where you're like, you're kind of, it's, again, it's seriously like if your your brother in fifth grade was like, hey, I wrote a screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> but then it is, the, the, the girls are Jenny, you know, the leader, yeah. Sharon, who's supposedly the fat one, but is not, Dungaree with the Mondo Burgers, and then Sapphire, the cute little pixie girl. Who's kind of dumb. Yeah, she, that they're, you know, she twirls her hair, just looks It just around. agrees with everything. Yes, I, I agree, agree. I agree. I agree. I like Sapphire the most. Um, yeah. The deli is run by Gina Davis, who is a weird fuck. I, isn't Gina it funny Davis, that Gina Davis and William Defoe like Gina Davis is a guy. Yeah, who who's who, just pretends to be super Christian, our Lord and Savior. Yeah, you know, and he wears all black, black oh, sunglasses, big old cross around yeah. his neck, and he, those heathen whores over at the at the bong shop are uh, putting on their Santa display, and we need to we need to counter with our own Santa display. You know, he's standing in front of an American flag. Um, lecturing his crew of women, one of which is a, a woman named William Willem Dafoe. She's the leader of that. And day. she's like the leader of those of that crew. They also they both have we uh, didn't mention that this whole thing, this whole rivalry that's going on, is a Santa station. Yeah. Meanwhile, at this deli, their Santa is a, a pedophile. Which Break is awesome. no pedophilia this year. Yeah, like <laughs> don't touch year. any boys. It's like right. okay, that's rad. And then uh, over at the bong shop, we got Ramirez, but not really important. Just two Santas no. that are going to be there. But um, both stores go to set up their Santa displays. Jazzy Jingle Bells music plays. They call know. me Rudolph the Red Nose Freak. Yeah, Gina uh, <laughs> Gina Davis from the from the deli and Mrs. Johnson <laughs> from the bong shop argue about the Christmas tree that's in the quote neutral zone, the middle of the courtyard. Because I think Gina Davis wanted to hang like an angel, and she's like, "Get that shit, Miss Johnson! Yeah. Get that shit out of here! You need to run that past me first. This is the neutral zone." And Gina Davis is like, uh, "But you know, our Lord and Savior Jesus should always go on the tree." And Mrs. Johnson's like, "You Jesus fucker, get out of here!" You know, <laughs> again, pretty your wild. Brother wrote a screenplay. Yeah. Uh, we get. I the- mean, it's like South Park, but less mature even uh, more I mean, immature I, yeah the writing at south park is i think is premier yeah i mean i just don't find it here finally after all is said and done the deli girls uh come up to uh meet our good girls and uh they challenge them to meet at the cemetery because uh chef death from our previous two movies andy is buried there yeah aka the meat reaper mcqueen aka sausage party slasher yeah that's a good name for a movie. That is good. The Sausage Party Slash. It would just be like a bunch of dudes hanging out, and one of the dudes start killing everybody. I thought it was funny, too. At the end of the workday, Mrs. Johnson says goodnight to all the girls and calls Sharon a manatee. Sharon, you manatee. Why don't you come here early tomorrow morning? Like, wanted to, like, give her, I don't know, baggier clothes or something. Yeah. Show up she, early she, she tomorrow like, morning. You should go have an abortion. And she's like, I'm not pregnant. Yeah. Whatever salad, put cheese whiz in you. Like a lot of quick quips and digs in this movie. And I said, it's mostly about, you know, like gross out humor or rape. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not, it's, it's really, you know, some I, of it you're like, holy shit. But I don't think the writers gave a shit. I think no, they would, they, you know, they would be like, this is artistic noir. We yeah. showed this at a coffee shop in Denmark and it fucking blew up. We're, we're big there. Everyone loved it. Yeah. So, uh, but it's just kind of like, they want to meet it. They want to meet the cemetery. There's just some 
back and forth, calling each other butthole. Um, oh, yeah, Willem Dafoe. You're all buttholes. Yeah, William Dafoe has a French accent. You're yeah. all buttholes. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a movie, and I'm sure we got all of you uh, listening right now just so intrigued. You're not we? lost at all, are you? <laughs> um, <coughs> back at this... Excuse uh, me. We get to a hospital, and this is where you know the 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 English lady, the the man dressed as a woman, Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson, her and sister, Jenny visit Mrs. Johnson's sister, who is also Ms. Mrs. Johnson, Miss Johnson. Yeah, he's credited as Miss Johnson. Yeah, but it's, so you have Mrs. Johnson and Miss Johnson. It's the I mean, it's the bong shop. I mean, it's really right. her. The 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 big Miss Johnson is just kind of running it for a while because right. her sister's in a coma. In a coma, which I guess is from the last movie. Yes. I guess Miss Johnson took on the killer chef, uh, I suppose, and we're going to hit it in a flashback later, but, like, stabbed the killer chef, and he, at the same time, kind of partially disemboweled her, and she wound up in a coma. Yeah. So they're at the hospital visiting her, and this, Mrs. Johnson and Jenny. Yeah, and then the doctor uh, makes his way, uh, repeated edits, that's like a, of, of like 10 minutes of him walking down a hallway that looks like it's any office Doctor Dr. O'Master Blaster. Yeah, he's very famous within the trauma films. The oh, Toxic okay. Avengers. Yeah, his uh, I forget his name, but he's really. I mean, I mean, if you know trauma, you know he's all over the place, uh, and he's just here to kind of check on uh, Mrs. Johnson's sister, Miss Johnson. Right. And uh, as he checks her pulse, uh, he checks her pulse by grabbing her boobs, and to make sure that it's kind of a similar pose, he decides to grab Jenny's boobs and, and uh, Mrs. Mrs. Johnson's, Johnson's boobs. Yeah. Really good stuff here. It's really fascinating powerful. stuff. Um, and this is kind of where we find out that uh, Jenny is close to the Johnsons. She, you know, they're family to her. Right. And uh, this is kind of, I guess, setting up the story. Yeah, the doctor's stupid joke where he takes his temperature by licking his finger and sticking it in her ear. Yeah, then oh, he's yeah, like, 98.2. And then he gets a call that he has to go. He's I, like, I, I got to go rape a pregnant woman. What I just, the fuck? I, I know. Like, Why? I mean, I, I'm all for, like, you know, riding, I guess. But, I mean, yeah. if something like... There's no. He, he it, says, "Like I, I gotta leave. I gotta go rape a pregnant woman." Yeah. I what? Mean, it, Why? It just, it just doesn't. It, 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 to me, it's is. It, are they trying to cross a boundary? Are they trying to do? I mean, we've seen a lot of movies, Andy. Right. And this but, was one thing that made me angry. I was like, "What is the point of that dialogue? What is the point of that line? Are you just I trying agree. to? I mean, it's just for, trying to be stupid shock for value. Yeah, yeah. for shock shock value's like, sake. Like them putting directed by who the fuck cares? Like, yeah, we're fucking original. We're so." Above everybody. Doing lines with some of the guys from White Liger. Can our band be in your fucking movie? Fuck yeah, man! I did think that the exchange between Jenny and the doctor was kind of funny about Ms. Johnson being the closest thing she has to family. And she said, well, there's Sharon, but she has a weight problem, and that keeps me from thinking of her as a person. And the doctor says, yes, it's true. Fat people are disgusting. I thought that was kind of hilarious. Did he say fat people or ugly people? He said fat people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she said... You know, she has a weight problem that keeps me from thinking of her as a person. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I really kind of just, uh, the coma, Miss, the coma, Miss Johnson wakes up, kind of whispers something in the air. Well, because Jenny says the deli girls want to meet us at the chef's grave, and that's when Ms. Johnson stirs. Yeah, and says something. Like, pulls her close, and I don't know what she says. I didn't either. I, was I turned on the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. It just says mumbling. It just says mumbling. But this is Andy, where we get the backstory, um... Like again, this is the third in a trilogy, right? And I, it's kind of cool. It's they're told they they kind of tell it through an old Super Eight film style. Yeah, but you there's know? no voiceover. Is there supposed to be voiceover here? I think it's, it, it's later, just... and Jenny and Sharon are walking, and Sapphire's with them, and Sapphire asks about the chef, 
and then we get a flashback of like a summary, I guess, of the first two movies. Lots of boobs. <laughs> Lots of boobs, but I didn't know if if they're supposed to be VO. They're explaining like it was twenty years ago when I was in high school. No, this is what no, happened. there's no budget in this. I mean, seriously, yeah. the budget was like I think, yeah, you know, a couple of fucking bucks you get from cans of PB or yeah. cases of PBR. <laughs> yeah. It was seriously like you know, hey, you remember those camel cats? They changed, they cashed in their camel bucks, right? They, but it's in any case, we get uh, the slumber party, we get the car wash, you know, more boobs. Right. The Ouija board calls the chef out, and so the chef comes back. So at the grave, the deli girls dare Jenny to touch the grave, right? And this is how Chef Death is woken up in bikini bloodbath three. Jenny touches the grave and she immediately starts bleeding from her vagina. Yes. Sapphire's like, ew, your vag is bleeding. Okay. And then um, she gets a quick flash in her mind of, of the dead chef. Uh, and suddenly, like, I called it zombie chef, jumps up out of the grave and grabs one of the deli crew girls and drags her down. I don't know which deli crew girl it was. You, I don't do you either. Name I for mean, her? I just kind of put, just kills her. Yeah, kills her. The rest of them scream and run away. So we get to our next day. And the next day they're all at work and no one gives a shit about the zombie chef that they all saw last night. No one cares. <laughs> they're back at work. You know, the deli girls just had one of their homies die. Yeah, but nobody every, cares. Everybody's at the cool. But this this is where Miss uh, Johnson, uh, the owner, or the sister's owner, um, invites everyone to the big holiday party. She's even invited the deli crew, Andy. And I'm guessing that this holiday party she's having at uh, her and her sister's house. She's saying yes. it, yes. So yeah, Mrs. Johnson is watching both the business and the house of her sister, Ms. Johnson, in the coma. Correct. And then uh, we're lucky because uh, Gina Davis, the owner of the deli, brings over some sandwiches for the whole gang. Yeah, they're shit sandwiches, Nick. Yeah. And Mrs. Johnson says you took the time to shit <laughs> and make sandwiches out of it. Gina Davis just says like, well, over a matter of a week. Yeah, you know, like it took a while. Um, Sharon goes to grab one. Mrs. Johnson, you're like, you are so fat and stupid that you're going to eat shit. And Sharon's like, they're free sandwiches. And she eats one anyway, which is disgusting. Uh, yeah, Sharon eats the shit sandwich. And yeah. And the girls go set up their friend Ramirez to as uh, Santa yeah, for the, the day. Yeah, the Santa station is setting up for yeah, the day. He's going to be outside the, outside the bong shop. Well, letting people sit on his lap. And this is where we meet uh, the a Cyclops and a mullet guy. I don't know what And the they're hell. selling a magical blade. They're from a planet. This magical blade is called the Glaive. Uh, real quick, it just makes Dungaree uh, kind of sick. So she has she to go pukes. to the bathroom yeah. you know, to kind of clean up. And this is just her, the first kill of the movie. Uh, the zombie chef uh, bites into her neck as Blutter uh, splatters the ba- uh, bathroom. Yeah, so Dungaree, unfortunately, yes. and her um, Mondo Burgers. Mondo Burger Bubies uh, is dead. So the guy, the mullet guy and the Cyclops dude are angry that they can't seem to sell any glaives to anybody. They're like glaive salesmen, I guess. Glaive is like a funky-looking ninja star, yeah. more or less. But like they're also blade. from the planet Kroll or something. They mentioned Oh, that. you read this? Or yes, I saw didn't. It. Yeah, I didn't know what their point was at all in this movie. I don't either. I don't know what their purpose was. I don't know why the one guy's a Cyclops. It's because he's from a different <laughs> planet. I don't get it. What if something like in about like 100, 500 years from now, someone's going to find this podcast and go, what the <laughs> fuck are they talking about? I think 500 years from now, people will be like, what's a podcast? But, <laughs> you know, 
Maybe. That's not true. I know what, like, a... You know, like, what is that thing? The the, the photograph? Like, phonograph? Well, like, you know, like... That's the, not 500 years ago, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But it's just... Two rocks clanking. I don't know why these guys existed in the movie, so... Yeah, what, anyway. I uh, wrote uh, two sentences like that are, like, four words apiece. Uh, suddenly, both Santas decide the rest of the pedophile... Santa and uh, Ramirez is Santa, and Ramirez wins. Uh, the yeah. other Santa goes to the same bathroom, I guess, where Dungaree was, and he yeah. gets strangled with Christmas lights. He gets lights. choked and strangled by Christmas lights and it killed. It was an absolutely just stupid scene um, that was like 10 minutes long of those wrestling. Yeah. And again, this movie 71 minutes. Later in the hospital, Dr. O'Master Blaster is like typing, yes. typing on his computer. Someone splashes a whole bunch of shit on him, uh, or just splashes liquid on him, and he just goes, "That smells like gasoline." And then we see a, a lighter flying at him, and then an exterior shot of the building as his office explodes. And you see like a little figure of body flies like, out. Like it's like a cardboard cut yeah, out of this. Yeah. Whoa. So Doctor Omaster Blaster is dead. Okay. And that's that. So and uh, that night, it's a Christmas party. Yeah, it's uh, they the girls bringing some invisible Christmas muffins. That, well, I don't get that either. Uh, they walk. Sharon and Jenny walk in, and we brought muffins and just hold out our empty Christmas hands. Christmas muffins and their Christmas empty hands. muffins. I don't get why Mrs. Johnson is soaking her feet in a kiddie pool of eggnog. I don't know, but Mrs. Johnson does say like, "I want your Christmas muffin my face." Yes, there's like little kind of catchy. That she, yeah, yeah, that's, your Christmas that's, a, that's a fun pun, but yeah, soaking her feet in eggnog in a kiddie pool. Um, it's self serve. She like scoops the yeah. People the cup are scooping out of it in in the kiddie pool. Full that'd of... be kind of a fun. That's what I'm gonna go as for next Halloween. Mrs. Carry, Johnson. Yeah, with oh. uh, I'm gonna try to just grab a little bucket of eggnog and I'm just when I sit down, soak your feet in there. Yeah, and be like, guess what movie I'm from, guys? Nobody will know. What be bad bloodbath like, Christmas? <laughs> like, yeah, I remember that. They called it the butt fucking nog. Yes. Not just eggnog, guys. The butt fucking nog. Butt fucking nog. Uh, uh, we have to mention that that other Santa Ramirez. Ramirez. They has. Yeah. I guess he's getting a. I guess he's about to get ready to go to the party. He's putting on a Santa outfit, but uh, cut to Chef Death. Zombie Chef. Zombie Chef takes Thank a you. hammer and beats him to death. Beats him to death. So there's another one. And then the Chef Death puts on the Santa costume. Yes. A uh, good call. Yeah. So from here on, I watched on, this four times and I never yeah. got that. You watched it four times. Yeah. Wow. Um, the party. Wow. The party montage begins at Mrs. Yay. Johnson's house, and it's, you know, some rad. She music. shoots an arrow into a bonfire. Welcome yeah. to my party. And White Liger just kicks yeah. it out. I wish we could put some on right now. That'd be fucking rad. But, I mean, I don't think they would sue us. I thought that was a badass way to start a party, though. If yeah. I could, every time I have a party, I want to shoot an arrow into my fire pit and start. Dude, the fire. that's how I want to go. Let's go. You shoot a flaming arrow like a Viking funeral. Mm. Will, I have, will you? Would you have the your honors? corpse is floating away? Yeah, and I got a. I don't know, man. I'm not great with bow and arrow. <laughs> I'll give you. I mean, I'll start like I'll just have them push me off like two feet in front of you. Well, tell me when you're just a few weeks away from death okay. and I'll start practicing. All right. <laughs> Setting my funeral goals. I'm going to make sure that gets in the will. Um, yeah, it's it's just a, uh, it's Sexy Civil War Plays. That's the name of the song. As the uh, montage continues, the girls just getting wasted. Finally, Andy, the deli girls are, uh, are, are, are arriving and they're here to have some butt fucking nog and right. to get laid. And this is back and forth where they keep saying me too. And I thought that was kind of ironic. I want to get yeah? laid. The Me Too. They kept saying Me Too. Yeah, Me Too. 
Yeah, and I mean, so and I was like, all hey, of this is well before yeah. actual Me Too. Yeah, uh, that's. But I thought that was kind of. I just kind of started laughing. That is ironic and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and, it's uh, like it is seriously like if Gloria Steinem <laughs> saw this. I mean, I think of a. I mean, a lot. I mean, this is. Well, this movie is like if a goth kid wanted to make a movie and his <laughs> uncle is Harvey Weinstein. And his uncle Harvey Weinstein said, Here, here's 20 bucks, kid. Yeah, which was the spark of the Me Too movement. <laughs> um, okay, so. the party can begin, uh, Andy. All the players are, are here. Yay. Uh, they bring a Christmas sausage uh, that Miss Johnson um, deserves to suck it off. Mrs. Johnson eat, sensually eats the Christmas sausage. Sucking it off. They talk about how they want to jam on that butt-fucking Christmas nog. Uh, there is a quick establishing shot of Santa Chef approaching the house. I called him Santa Chef from here on out. Willem, Willem Defoe brags. Santa Chef. That sounds like a night. That doesn't sound like evil. Santa Chef. Yeah, it sounds evil, like that sounds like Santa a fun. Chef. Sounds like a fun show that you would watch, like, like on the Cooking Net or Food Network, like a guy dressed as Santa. Says, Hi, I'm the Santa Chef. Hey, everybody, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna make a uh, Christmas I'm cookies. I'm gonna make some chestnuts roasting on the fire. All right, but evil Santa Chef. Uh, yeah. Yes, you're right. He has made it to the front party, and uh, William Defoe and Jenny, the two leaders of the uh, rival gangs, are starting to flirt. Andy. Yeah, Willem Dafoe's bragging about lifting weights uh, and invites Jenny, would you like to get into the hot tub with me? Yes. That's how she talks. That's a really good invitation. Would you like to get into the hot tub with me? And I this, am from France. Yeah, they go to the hot tub, and meanwhile, the other girls play strip poker. Names don't matter. It's nope. five-card draw. Deuces but Sharon's one. one of them. Yeah. And they... uh can hear Olive howling upstairs. Up on the rooftop. Click, Somebody click, must click. be walking past your house. We have enough time. Yeah, it's cool. This is, but I mean, it really is a, a great setup for the girls playing strip poker. We just right. see some, uh, they drink, they take off clothes, some boobs, some panties. The right. game ends, Andy, did you get this? The game ends with two girls getting angry at each other. Crab cakes. And other girl. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was weird. She was like, uh, I bet you wouldn't kick a nun in the nuts. Yeah, she's like, I, I bet, bet I, I would. would. I bet you wouldn't. Like bite a nun nuts, yeah. a nun's nuts. Bet I, I would. Bet I would. And then she says, "I bet you can't go in the bedroom and play doctor with me." Bet I can. I bet I can. So that's hilarious. That, that was actually written. How come I didn't think of that as a pickup line <laughs> back in the day when I was a single swinging bachelor? You know, I bet you can't. You just come up with oh. something silly. I bet you can't. You know, throw this ball across the street. I don't know something dumb. I bet you can't. Uh, you know. Punch, uh, punch that wall over there. I, I bet you can't come back to my place and have some drinks. I mean, you I know. bet you can't come back to my place and measure my testicles. Yeah, <laughs> measure my testicles. I think I that I is uh, probably a, a wasted pickup line. That was uh, well so said. crab cakes uh, and the other girl go leave the living room, leaving Sharon and Sapphire alone. Yes, just sitting there, and they hear screams, and Sharon and Sapphire do nothing. Uh, Sapphire just gets up and leaves Sherry by herself. But those screams, Andy, um, the screams came from the uh, doctor girls. The girls going to play doctor, yeah. Yeah, they are dead. They're, they got up, killed. Covered up in a bed. Sapphire sits down with uh, Miss Jace, uh, Miss Johnson, and they just, Gina Davis comes up and, uh, I don't know. I, they they kind of just argue about the state. I mean, these are the two bosses of the yeah, shops. Gina Davis and Mrs. Johnson. So they just argue over. So G Gina Davis gets up and goes to the hot tub, and this is where we get to see man butt, male butt, and male penis. Yeah, little, he, little, Gina Davis takes off his clothes, little button wearing a sweater. We he see. turns slightly because he, you know, yeah, it's a 
solid four inches or whatever. What? Gets, gets naked and gets in the hot tub. That's four inches, and I'm like 12. He gets in the hot tub with Willem Dafoe and Jenny. And um, nothing important. That's nothing important right now. We go back to Mrs. Johnson and Sapphire in the kitchen. It's a drawn so out Sapphire. Yes, Sapphire. Long is drawn a, out sign, silence. It's yeah. It's seriously. I'm just sitting there. They're bored. bored. They're not talking to each other. But piano music's playing. <laughs> uh, Sapphire's looking, you know, up into space with her twirling her hair. Mrs. Johnson's just got her drink, sitting and staring. It's seriously like 90 seconds of nothing. And then Mrs. Johnson suddenly just splashes your drink in the sapphire's face and says, oh, dear. Oh, oopsie poo. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. And it's this is sapphire again, our, our not so bright one. Yeah. Has to go take a shower. Like I got to go take a shower. Shirt. But then she decides to go take a poop. She doesn't take a shower. Yeah. She just changes, changes shirts. shirt. But she does take a poop. She sits down to take a poop. And we see the poop. She farts and pushes out a turd. And they show the turd. All the turds. Well, it's like a candy bar. But well, I mean, still, it's supposed to be the reminiscence yeah. of Sapphire's turd. Baby Ruth. Um, and Santa Chef comes in and stabs Evil him Santa Chef comes in. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm the Santa Chef. Would you like some of my cookies? Um, so Sapphire's now dead. Uh, Sharon does a weird scene with a mustache. <laughs> Sharon talks to herself. It's, it's she has just, a mustache drawn on one half of her face, so she's like... Turning. She would do, turn, yeah. It's like, you know, she's like, oh... I don't, I don't know if I like you or whatever. And Sharon, you are so beautiful and not fat like everyone says you are. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I am. She's talking to herself. Uh, she even calls herself fat. That's how destructive it is to call people fat. You give them a complex. Don't do it. Yeah, no, I dig it. <laughs> but this is just, uh, we get more of the story about um, how her sister, um, Miss, Ms. Johnson, Miss Johnson, made it yeah. to the... Uh, I wish she would come out of the coma. I'm tired of taking care of the house and the business. And then Sharon tries to say something, and she's, Sharon, stop talking. You you shouldn't talk so much. It makes you look fat. <laughs> it's poor Sharon. It's poor Sharon. So, uh, I don't know. Mrs. Johnson drunkenly talks about how that chef put her in a coma. We flash back to actually the old the, the prior movie where yeah. Ms. Johnson stabbed the chef, but he pulls out some of her intestines, incapacitating her. So... Back in the hot tub. Back in the hot tub. Gina Davis, Jenny, and William Defoe. Um, uh, Gina Davis um, has been shitting and pissing in the hot tub. That's and gross. He, and he picks up some poo again. I've been shitting too. Yeah. yeah. The fifth grader was in the treehouse. All of a sudden, a sixth grade buddy came up and joined him, and this is what we're getting. So <sighs> yeah. Evil t- uh, Santa turns up the heat in the hot tub, making Gina Davis get out. Yeah. So uh, again, it's just Jenny and William. Defoe, they talk to Mrs. J. Who's come back inside, the, yeah. Um, Mrs. Like, Johnson's like, we gotta take, get excited. I feel like people are losing off. people. Hey, so. <laughs> oh, it's funny how then at that scene, Jenny and Willem Defoe come back inside. Mrs. Johnson's drunk, tells him, "Why don't you go take your chops off?" And then goes, "Oh, I'm done." Knocks on the table, and Sharon comes up from under the table. Yeah, she was was performing fellatio on I'm, Mrs. Johnson. Hell yeah. <laughs> on, on Mr. Johnson, more like it. Mrs. Johnson's Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. Yeah, that's what yeah, I meant. Mrs. Sorry, Johnson's Johnson. Gonna... Very meta. Um, <laughs> and Jenny says, come on, Willem Dafoe, let's go to the living room. And that's that. Uh, later, the, the, the glaive salesmen show up, the Cyclops and the mullet guy, trying to sell security systems. Uh, the glaive, best security system you could own. Mrs. Johnson is just like, I already told you at the store today. We're not interested. Great. 
Um, God, and, I, I, it's so hard to and, make this. And movie for exciting. some reason, all of a sudden, there's just a lot of quick cuts to to nothing. Like suddenly, Mrs. Johnson and Gina Davis are squaring off in the living room, talking about how let's William fight. Did, yes, you know, we're gonna fight in a pool of eggnog. Yes. and winner is gets control of the courtyard. And then Jenny and William Defoe decide to get their freak on. The two leaders of the girl gangs. They uh, Jenny go says William Defoe. I want to show you something, and it rhymes with my tits. That's kind of funny. <laughs> spy spy mitts. So like, if you're spying on someone, it's really cold. I get it. My tits. Spy right. tits. Spy mitts. Spy mitts. Got it. So they go off into the bedroom. <laughs> Uh, they don't notice the bodies that are in there. They're in the, the bed. Do you remember the two girls that went to yep. play doctor? Yep. Those same girls on the bed. <coughs> and William Defoe. It takes Sharon to kind of remind William Defoe and Jenny that they're actually in a bed with two dead people. Sharon comes in. It was and a just, crazy scene. Yeah, she's like, "Why are there four pairs of feet?" You know, and and yeah, Jenny's like, "There's there's two of us, and we each have two feet. There's four feet. No, there's four pairs. Six times two. Four times two is six. I don't know. They discover the two dead girls. That's and this it. is when they know the killer's among them. Yep. Oh, no. So they run downstairs. Mrs. J calls the cops. The cop answers. It's not important. Nope. Detective Joe DePoro yeah. says, this is a case that'll make me a captain. Yeah, it's I'll be there in an hour. It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, Gina Davis, um, our Christian leader, has to take a poop. All of a sudden. Yeah, he, he can't Probably because of that hot, hot tub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, the hot tub made him the hot, hot tub made him have to poop. I think so. That's smart. After yeah, watching like it diarrhea eight, poop. After watching it eight times, I did not eight notice. Eight times. It. So he goes upstairs and discovers Sapphire dead on the toilet. Doesn't bother him. He's just like, fuck, I fuck. guess I can't take a poop here. So I got to find goes, another toilet. And this toilet is clogged, so he has to... He can't shit, so there's a window right there. So what he does is he gets up, put, sticks his ass out the window, yeah. and they do a close-up. Like, well, it's not his real butt. It's but, not really his butt, right. But it's like a paper mache and a tube of, like, goo behind it, so it looks like it's diarrhea. It looks like a close-up of an ass, a big, hairy, big, white, hairy, white man's white, ass. White man's ass with poo, like... And then poo starts like, squirting like, on Yeah, it. like chocolate Very graphic. Color. My opinion, unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I like poop jokes. There's as much the next guy. This was too far. And as the as he drains out his poo, Andy, yeah. uh, evil Santa chef comes up behind him with uh, a hammer. Hammer. And he takes the, the 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 sharp edge side of the hammer and takes it to uh, Gina Davis's anus. Yep. And uh, disemboweling him. And that's my uh, anus shot kill of oh, the you week. You want me to play it? No, you don't. Okay. Dick kill, shot of the week. Anus shot, because he gets him right in the anus. Yeah, and he pulls out his intestines. Like, when you get him in the dick, like, his his hammer went, so yeah. it disembowels him. It's pretty, so, yes. I mean, Gina Davis I guess that was probably dead. where all the, the, I guess that's where all the camel bucks were spent. Because, <laughs> On that effect? Yeah, that effect probably cost him at least, like, 50 bucks. Paper mache, some so, Hershey syrup. The only characters left now are some Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Oh, Johnson, Jenny, Fat Sharon, and William Defoe. That's it. Uh, they all decide to check on Gina Davis, you know, in the bathroom. He's dead. So they got to get uh, geared up to defend themselves. And so they hunt around the house briefly, quick montage of that, grabbing weapons and knives and whatever they can find. And the four of them go upstairs where they find Sapphire, also dead, on the toilet. And Willem Dafoe just turns to Sharon and says, I fucking hate you, fatso. And Sharon finally loses it. Yes! You know, she's tired of people calling her fat. She loses her cool and screams and storms downstairs. I'm not fat. Uh, opens the front door, and there's evil Santa chef, and he stabs her a few times, and she falls dead on the floor. 
But yeah, so this evil, evil deaths, evil cookie Santa sneak, uh, kind of sneaks back sneaks out. Sneaks back out and shuts the door. <coughs> yeah. Man, we sound great. We, we're both coughing and sneezing. And, Is it, yeah. it, hey, over slash you <clears throat> students, are, are y'all getting some sickness plagues over where y'all are from? It's the most wonderful time of year for yeah. illnesses. I tested negative for COVID. I took morning. it too. Yeah, I took COVID so too. So it's not COVID. Uh, yeah. We, 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 good old cold. We could get sick before COVID. Yeah. It's uh, true. There are still other diseases in the world. They Besides run the, the 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 rest of the gang runs for their lives. They discover Sharon. Uh, they try to make it out the back door as uh, you know, evil Santa chef is is following them. William Defoe suddenly gets gutted in her neck. Yeah, and they finally face the killer Santa. It's uh, Jenny, Mrs. Johnson. Yeah, I think that's it. That's, that dead. was it. Yeah. I think. Um, uh, the I also said Mrs. Johnson and Jenny managed to shut and lock the door. To keep evil Santa chef away for a second, and the the glaive salesmen are randomly there, the Cyclops and the mullet guy. Yeah, they were there. Since They're like the eggnog commenting yeah, on what's happening for some reason. I don't understand. It's totally pointless. They Santa uh, evil Santa chef chases Mrs. Johnson and Jenny outside. Jenny runs away, and the chef hits Mrs. Johnson across the face with the hammer. She she goes down on the ground. The chef throws off a mask. And it's actually Ms. Johnson. She's the awake one in the coma. from she, her coma. She fainted in. Mrs. Johnson's you sister. Such compelling uh, intercut she dialogue. She even says, I faked when that doctor was feeling my tits. I've been faking for a while now. God, brilliant. Uh, ready to kill Mrs. Johnson. Mrs. Johnson is begging. Er, Ms., she, Ms. Johnson's ready to kill her sister. sister Mrs. Johnson. You get all the girls... Uh, Mrs. Johnson on the ground says, no, mama always said you had the tastiest beaver. Yes. Mrs. Johnson begged for her life and says, I always wanted to be like you, but I've got this big, ugly penis thing going on down there. <laughs> Admitting that she is, you know, biologically a male with a, with a wang. I don't know. Mrs. Johnson just fucking kills her. Yeah, that's it. Mrs. Johnson kills her. We fade to black. Come up. The, the cop, detective walks the, up. He finally walks. They roll the dumb credits. Knocks on the back door. No one answers. <sighs> he lets himself in. Deck the halls plays. We roll credits. It's rock music with uh, outtakes. They thought they had to put outtakes in this movie of them having bloopers and like bloopers and outtakes. messing up their scene. We also get a short mid-credit scene of a zombie chef eating some potato chips. Yeah. So he did actually rise from the grave. Yeah. He just didn't come after him. And who knew zombie like potato chips? I knew that. Great, That's well know. documented in all zombie lore. Oh, yeah. Shit. Why did, how come? Fake, fake news. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. How come Ruffles never got on that campaign? That'd be pretty good. Zombies eating potato chips. Like, hey, if zombies like potato chips, then you will too. Yeah, that's true. See, that's why I'm in advertising. Love you. Yeah, it's great. Shit like that. That ad So they, they roll the dumb credits. Who cares about the thing? Yeah. Andy, on a scale of one headless Harvey Weinstein to two headless Harvey Weinsteins, what would you give this one? One to two? I give it a one and a half, maybe. I'd give it one and one, one and a tenth. Not the my opening credits movie. are good, so you know. I just think it's so it's a. There's really no good through line here. It's jumping around. You know, it's a movie with ADD. You're all over the place. But they made two before this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, did they become? Did the first two become something of a? You know, you talk about underground, like Maybe a cult classic. Because they made three of these motherfuckers. It's wild. I don't know. Somebody somewhere won the lottery and said, "I'm gonna put my money in making these movies." I mean, seriously, they had to take some kind of budget. They had to pay the. I'm sure they had to pay the. How did they get money to produce this? I don't know. How? I I swear on my life, it has to be. Well, it. 
someone that makes a little bit of money yeah. in adult entertainment. It or, gives me you're right it or, might be. Or, you know, like they they can produce <laughs> they can call them like they're legit films because you know they can't go to parties and say, Hey, I produce, you know, Kumquat Six, uh <laughs> The Diary of Miss Johnson. Like I you know, so then they can actually go to parties and say, Yes, I produce grindhouse movies or right. fucking weird movies, so well, yeah, and we're still the, fucking way under The time. fact that these movies were made gives me hope for the movies that you've Thanks. written, friend. Because if somebody can make this schlocky shit, then they can make uh, Discarded I had a friend or of, Murder I, Cabin or Zombie Shark. Maybe I should fucking reach out to fucking... It's all there. Thanks, man. Maybe I should reach out to some girl, like that girl who fucking sells her farts in a jar and see if she could spare a couple bucks. Wouldn't that be cool if we could say the girl that fucking produced, produced Shark of by the Dead... Girl who girl, shits, girl who jar. farts in jars. Yeah, that would be fun. This is give me a producer. This credit. has been the greatest part of the podcast this whole time right here. So hey, do you want to do the kill count? I have the kill count. Okay, well this should be fun. Uh, is this we the have shortest podcast we've done. One of them. Uh, the deli crew girl. When they touched the uh, zombie, when they touched the chef death's grave, he reared up out of the grave and pulled down zombie or a deli crew girl. We don't know her name. But she was on the crew of the deli chicks. Followed by Dungaree. R.I.P. Dungaree and your massive Dungaree melons. Was first. She was? Yep. Oh, well, she's in there. And then uh, Frank, the evil Santa from the deli, yep. got choked out with Christmas lights. Dr. O. Master Blaster. Uh, Ramirez, the good Santa from the bong shop, he got killed. And then the two girls who went off to play doctor at a party. One they, of the name of Crab they, Cakes. Crab Remember? Cakes and another girl, they got killed. <laughs> I don't know. Followed by Sapphire. <coughs> Took a big poopy on the toilet, and yep. the zombie zombie Santa chef came in and killed her. Gina Davis uh, disemboweled with a hammer. Sharon, fat Sharon. <laughs> William Defoe and Mrs. Johnson. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's impressive. It is impressive. Maybe maybe one uh, headless Harvey. Maybe one point six headless Harvey Weinstein's that I'll give this. Yeah, it's not bad. Hey, Andy, I'm gonna be honest with you, brother. Please. I'm, I'm kind of feeling weird and hinky about next week's movie. We have to do it, but man, something inside of me, something inside, <clears throat> like it's my 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 center is getting warm Your and toasty. Aura. My aura does not feel good because of this. Um, I'm not proud, but we have to do it. You have to. <clears throat> we started slash you with a vision and a dream. <laughs> To bring you the best. <laughs> to bring you the best Here, in cheesy, this. campy, sometimes forgotten yeah, horror slasher movies. And part of what we try to do here is... Stay committed. <clears throat> excuse me. Part of what we try to do here is coincide the movies that we're watching with, you know, that time of year. So, in our first season at the U, when Christmas time rolled around, we had to do the classic from 1984, Silent Night, Deadly Night, right? So it just made sense that in year two of Slash U... We had to do the sequel. And then it just made sense. Even though, real quick, sorry, <laughs> even though Andy well said it, we knew that these other movies coming up were going to be shitty. We knew, but we said, you got to do the whole series at Christmas time. So year three, last year, was it? We did Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 3. Yeah, this was, that wasn't that, I I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Uh-uh. But it still kind of continued the story. I looked at Part some, three? Yeah. Yeah, barely. It, barely. But it did still kind of. It did because the brain it was like the Frankenstein. But of it was the love. barely. But here, but and there was one, like a psychic connection between Ricky Caldwell and and that girl. Only thing I know about next week's movie is I read witches. 
episode next week, 132 slash you, Silent Night, Deadly Night, part I four. I looked at IMDb, but also <clears throat> I did notice that Clint Howard's character uh-huh. goes by the name Ricky. Yeah, there are hey. some parallels in oh, that are? movie. I can't wait to hear One it. or two, maybe three, and that's it. But Silent Night, Deadly Night, part four, initiation is next week. 2009, 1990, 1990. sorry, 1990, 1990, straight to video. Straight to video. You know a movie's good. When it goes straight to video, was it Sledgehammer? Sledgehammer was shot. <coughs> was the first like one of the first horror slashers. I, I think Sledgehammer was like shot on a camcorder. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, another yeah. garbage movie. So yeah, that one, that was definitely the top three. And we, that guy did other good shit though. He did, he did Killer, Killer Workout, Workout which yes. is one of our better ones. It was yeah, episode three. It was I love Killer it Workout. I yeah. did too. Anyway, God, sorry to yell. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Four for next week. Slash because slash Yule Tide mm, slash Yule Tide continues. Yule Tide continues. Yeah. So, you know, you want to give them their time back? I guess. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I students, like we we're, we're going to dismiss you a little early this yeah, week. Yeah, because we talked about Good Burger. We, <laughs> we talked did. about our days. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, finding a girl that farts in jars to help us Dope. produce uh, Murder Cabin sure. or fucking Shark of the Dead. Yep. But uh, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm excited. Just I'm going to blow my nose and and you know try to shape up before the next episode. Which we record next week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We can, no, we can, well, we're going to record it right after this. Yeah, we are. So Just, they're going to yeah. they're break the, the fourth voice. wall. <laughs> is that really? So, that is kind of breaking the fourth wall. It is kind of a fourth wall. You're, we're uh, peek behind the curtain here at The Wizard. Yeah. We're going to record Silent Night, Deadly Night All right, next. Before we go, though, I'm going to end on this one. <clears throat> but you're not going to hear it for a week. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives us time to feel better and get yeah. rid of this. Get down with the sickness. Hey, so... Before we got a little time, yeah. I mean, you know, here's a, a Christmas Would You Rather. Sure. I okay, love those. Andy. Would you rather drink 16 ounces of eggnog that has been strained through um, a filter that was also used to strain um, a soup made with diarrhea? You just, like, made that sentence up? Like you didn't know how the sentence was going to end when no. you started it? Is that one of those things? Like Michael Scott? Sometimes I start a sentence and I have no idea where it's going to go. Right, That's I what you one. just did just now? Would you rather um, pleasure yourself to a picture of a really sexy picture of a male Santa or would you rather pleasure yourself um, on a Macy's Day float? Like in the parade? Yeah. Ooh. Well, one of them's going to get me arrested. And the other one's not, so I guess I'd do the first one. Damn it, I probably could have come up with a better one. Yeah. Would you rather... Okay. Macy's Day... Christmas time, or would you rather... Would you rather ride, pleasure yourself wearing a Santa outfit, but you're pleasuring yourself, or drink 16 ounces of eggnog that's got uh, some mean guy semen in it? Is it warm or cold? Eggnog. It's warm eggnog. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. No. And it's got 16 ounces. This yeah. guy's this mean Size guy. Of this can. No way. So you jerk off on the Macy's. I do the other one. You yeah. jerk off on the. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. Hey, great. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. Fist. Yeah, we don't have anything else, folks. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. That made me. <laughs> short and sweet. Tune in. Uh, we still have Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 4 is on Tubi, so go watch it. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. Please. Class dismissed. <laughs> Zero. Fifty-four. Oh.